Attention all you sex fiends, sinners, degenerates, and deviants. If you're looking for a hot new sex toy, now is your chance. Sex toys don't care about what's in between your legs, and that's the sign of a true ally. Go to either B-Vibe or Lawand and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 20% off your entire purchase. That's S-E-X-E-D-W-I-T-H-T-I-M for 20% off anything you buy from their websites. Check the show notes for more details. Once again, that's Sex Ed with Tim for 20% off both B-Vibe and Lawan products. Your next orgasm is on me. Mwah! The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I'm a certified sex educator. I identify as chaotically gay. And uh, Manuel, I have a joke for you. Um, what? What's long and hard and has come in it? Well, here, mine. <laughs> My dick. It's a cucumber. Get your mind out of the gutter, Manuel. Gross. Ew. Oh, no. You know what? Because mine is empty. <laughs> right now it's, it's refilling right now <laughs> did you just come from a film or something from shoots i was i was making um um the custom videos oh for your only fans you're just for fans whatever you want mm-hmm. yeah okay <laughs> well people are gonna have to pay to see that and um it is quite a feat. I have seen a lot of your videos. It is amazing. I am so absolutely in awe of your body, your body of work, and your dick, obviously. Um, <laughs> well, this one, I don't have control over it, but the amount of sex I have, yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> that's Ooh. my doing. Manuel, you dirty little slut, you cum dump you. Talk dirty to me. (laughs) I fuck every day, that's all. You fuck every day, that's good. I don't have that energy anymore. I'm just so tired of fucking now. Well, it depends too of your position, because I'm a top, so like I can, you know, but as if you're if you're passive if you fuck with me, you need two days of rest after. Oh, okay. Very well. That's true. I'm a versatile. Well, back when I was escorting, I would fuck like two clients a day, right? Okay. And now yeah. it's just like, I'm tired. It's a pandemic. Okay. I'm sleepy. I want to go home and eat. I want to watch TV. Well, it's just that I, I cannot say no to these beautiful men that write to me. <laughs> that's all. Well, I better get myself over to where you are and just like, you know, present my booty hole in a golden platter f- just for you. It's, exactly. it's a very cool. tight booty hole. It's been called the gorilla grip of booty holes. The gorilla grip. I love it. Well, yeah, it's all about 
control, right? You can muffle <laughs> it up. It has special powers. It can open like a black hole and close like caulk. And that's C-A-U-L-K. Yeah. Talent, yes, it's my superpower. Talent. <laughs> um, oh my God. So, Manuel, thank you so much for joining me. For the people who don't know that very beautiful, handsome voice that you hear on the other end of the mic is none other than famous gay porn star sensation icon phenomenon Manuel Sky. Hi, Manuel. How are you? Bonjour. I am super, super good. Yeah, always. Ooh, I'm bonjour. always in a good mood. Comment ça va? Yeah, I'm French. <laughs> ça va toujours très bien. <laughs> it's, it's going better here now. <laughs> They're not going to see this, but you are fully like naked. <laughs> I am enjoying it. I feel like I should pay you right now. <laughs> Oh, they're not going to see it. No, Ooh. I know. They're well, just they going to use their imagination. They know, <laughs> they know where to find it. So, <laughs> so Manuel, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm now 42 years old. I yum. started porn. Yeah. Yum, yum, you say. Yeah, I started porn at 37. And I, so it's been almost five, year, five years. And um, I shoot the equivalent of one scene per week. Uh, yeah, so wow. I've been working a lot, but um, I'm also an acrobat, a professional acrobat, and a yoga teacher. Yeah, and now I'm a writer as well. I've just finished writing my book. Excuse me, Mr. So, Multi-Talented Queen over here. Hello. <laughs> what? Porn star, writer, acrobat, yogi? What can't you yeah. do? Oh, my God. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Because the book is also filled with poetry and all that stuff. So that's be, it's, it's, that it's meant to, to fuse all the art forms together, sex included. Ooh, fun. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, my God. Stop it. You're oh, making yeah. me jealous. That's pretty You're... Much what I do. Oh my God, you're like physically beautiful and your heart is beautiful too. Stop this right now, Manuel. You're showing me up on my own show. Stop it. Um, <laughs> Stop it. No, no, no. Keep going. You're beautiful just the way you are, as Bruno Mars once said. Yeah, no, I, I have lots of fun in life that I just do the things I really want with passion. And that's what brought me here, you know? That's all. Ooh, look at you. And, and yeah, I work really hard, but I don't know any other way. And, and I believe. I believe in everyone's potential, so that's why I wrote the book. So I really want to to for the people to to nurture this potential and bring it to the max. You know, as an I will I bring my life forward, my history, so to inspire people to 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 take the leads of their life and create their own life path. This is really what it's about. Wow! Because you know, I started deep. very late. All these things. I started acrobatics at thirty five. But I started like porn at 37 and acrobatics at 35. So, you know, it's never too late to do anything you want in life. Oh, my God. Okay, take us back in time a little bit. Like when you were a kid, uh, were you always like this confident? Because you exude so much like confidence and power and pride in yourself. Because when we look at porn stars, we have like this image of perfection. You're sculpted by the gods or, you know, like you've led a perfect life. So give us a bit of a reality check here, Manuel. <laughs> well, the the build like a god, you have to work for it. It doesn't happen on a, on a, on a, on one day. You know, I was like 135 pounds wet when I was a teenager and young man, you know, so. 
this was years and years of training and with acrobatics as well. You know, I, I was bullied. A lot of guys who were bullied and uh, people have these, they put their projections onto us of what they think of us. And we have to get rid of all these fears that they project at us like this. So, so yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of work before you get, you know, in, comfortable in front of the cameras. And the actors who don't do the work before they get onto the camera, they have to do it while they, you know, while they grow in front of the camera, which is much harder. Yeah, and they do it on social media too. So I really recommend for anyone, you know, who goes out there, like just to do the work first. You have to know who you are, absolutely, and have to be ready because you, you just give your all, right? And uh, yeah, very liberating, but there's a lot of pressure as well because you know people know everything about you real quick you know so you have to know exactly <laughs> where you stand yeah exactly you yeah. have to know where, where where to give in and where to preserve your personal space a little bit mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah but it's a fine but I find balancing act it's a fine line though, right yeah. yeah it's a fine line and for me i would say the the, the my favorite part of it is that I project so much uh, positivity and I you attract what you what you put out there right so my fan base is really really amazing so on my social media and when people approach me they're very very nice all the time That's you know good. I never have like bad comments and that kind of stuff where some people have but it's all about law of attraction I don't know why anyone would give you a bad comment. You're so nice and like so, you know, you're you're, you're you exude a, a nice energy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's because it's genuine. I would say that's that's what it is. If you try to put up a knack, people will see through it, and then that's when you you, you get read for it. Yeah, that's true. Um, can you tell me a little bit about like your journey to this like spiritual confidence that you have? Because you said you were bullied a lot and that must have done like a number on your self image and your, your dignity. So how do you like overcome that to get to where you are now? Well, I was bullied at school for being different, obviously speaking a little different in my French was more proper a little bit, you know, uh, um, but again, my parents, you know, they taught me the basics of how to overcome this. Um, so when I would get back home, you know, I would always, you know, this was my place where I could feel safe. Um, and I overcame it because of Madonna, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Material girl, so yes. He really... <laughs> no, she, it's when she released a sex book, really. So, oh, okay. you know, she got into all, yeah. So she got into the sex, everything sexual. So at school, I started to talk about sex and S&M and all these things. So I went from the awkward kid to the cool kid, you know, walking on my forelimbs and, you know, doing the lack of virgin moves on the table and that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's really when, when I was like, oh, I people actually like this side of me, which was just the true me as well, right? So it stopped. It stopped. And all, all these 
kids that would bully me, you know, and it was like, they, they, they start to be like, um, I was like, I'm the one fucking for real right now. I'm having sex <laughs> and you are not. So don't, don't try to shame me for my sexuality. Yes, bitch work. Oh my God. I love that. Look at you like being the big fucking slut that you are while all these other prudes are being like, ill, gross, stay away. No, no, that's good. That's healthy. Well, yeah, I was, I started my, my first sexual experiences, you know, and that's way before internet, right? So I was 15 years old, and by 16, I had two very stable uh, fuck friends. One of them was in his 30s already, and I was 16. So, <laughs> and that's before internet. Are you okay to tell us a little bit about that? I'm I'm curious. You're curious. Oh, well, I, it, you know, so we met through the Madonna fan club, Um. It was like the grinder of the nineties. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so uh, they were very, very sexy, beautiful aura, both of them. Even at one point, I was like, mm, I think you guys could be a match, you know. So, like, I organized threesome <laughs> at sixteen. And uh, they are still together today. They met. We we had three some sex and then they're still together today there was a match i was right oh look at you bringing people together cute. with your dick that's so cute look at you yeah, mr matchmaker I'm all about sharing. <laughs> yeah matchmaking and the fun part is that um so the older one would pick me up at my parents place my parents were all in awe with him because he had the beautiful energy he was really sweet um, little, you know, he would bring me in his car in a parking lot, a parking lot, and tie me up to the bench of the car. Ooh, hello, yum. <laughs> hello. That's how I started. So I was coming <laughs> back at school on a Monday morning and showed the the handcuff marks on my wrist to my best girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, While the other kids are pretending, marks. oh, I kiss. <laughs> I like this girl. I want to kiss this girl. I'm like, really? You want to kiss a girl? I'm like, look at me here. <laughs> look at my mark. <laughs> I've gone way beyond kissing. I've been tied up and fucked in five different ways in just the last hour. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, so you see, and, and we would go like rent uh, porn DVDs every weekend together. Um, that's where I had my first. Uh, connection with the industry and you know i loved all these very like vintage uh back alley movie with a beautiful light from falcon <laughs> the really old school like you would go inside a film store with like dvds and vhs yeah, or whatever the, there was the um the, the curtain say, like you know the, the doors that shape like this oh yeah, yeah, yeah the salon doors <laughs> yeah so you had to go through that <laughs> oh yum and that's how yum. you started getting interested in porn yeah that's when i okay. was like oh click 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 and then years <laughs> later boom now you're here okay so take us back to that very first time that you were like you know what i'm gonna pursue porn because earlier you said that like people who grow in front of the camera have a harder time than people who are already like 
in an emotionally good place when they start off. So mm-hmm. what were your thoughts? What Where were you in your life when you went to your very first porn shooting? Well, I already had like 20 years of modeling behind me. So that really helped like photography and sport modeling, all these things. Um, um, and I just had my boner picks taken for the first time with Mark Henderson. So that really, I was. that's when I was like, Okay, stroking my dick in front of the camera. I was like, oh, I can get money for that. And I love oh, doing wow. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I got many offers before that. And I always declined because I thought the thing is, like, I thought that there would be too much judgment with my spiritual side. So I thought I would not be taken seriously with my spirituality if I was doing porn in sex work, where it's the complete opposite. So people embraced me because of my spirituality. And later on, I understood that this was my path, right? So this is the, my, it's very unique, but, you know, it it allows me to put this beautiful chapter in my book about sacred sexuality, you know, having so much experience in sex work right now and how to utilize and maximize that sexual energy that we have. So it's it all comes together. It's a big fusion. So that's people really embrace the spiritual aspect. But I would say like ten years ago, twenty years ago, it was really really different. You know, if I would just put a photo on Facebook of me in underwear doing yo- even just doing yoga and a beautiful uh, spiritual comment of my own, or something that I wrote, people would judge me for that. They're like, oh, it's fake spirituality, you know, or like. You're just superficial. You just do this to attract attention, you know? And I was like, no, 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 no. You are not truly spiritual. Like, I mean, like, you, I mean, if you don't take nurture your temple, your body, like, you need to do that. It's part of spirituality. It's not just about the soul and the mind. The body is part of the experience. So you cannot flag me as fake spirituality because I nurture my body. It's, 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 it has to be un- a unity. It's holistic. It's all working together in one. When you take care of your mind, you take care of your body and vice versa. Yeah. And it makes, you know, like uh, being sexual, the fit is really important. You know, people always ask me, how come I last for so long in bed? I'm like, yeah, these, this, this core muscle, they, they, they work <laughs> really, really well. So thank God I can yeah, stop for a long do. time. Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, how long do you go for, huh, Manuel? Well, it depends who's with me, but like under 45 minutes, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, and a good session uh, is an hour, an hour, 15 okay. minutes. So oh, that's, that's it? An hour? <laughs> Please, <laughs> Manuel. That's the one time, then I can't come back at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, uh, because I do a lot of like, uh, what is it, calisthenics, like uh, yeah. body weights, I've gone from like... My shortest being like two minutes all the way to like two and a half to three hours now yeah. as like my average time. So everyone listening to this, do your workouts. You're going to last so much longer in bed. Take it from a former escort and a porn star. See, it works. It does. It works. It does. Oh and especially, you know, the, I tell that it's like the, those, especially it's, it's just re- being respectful for the receiver. Because the receiver will take an hour to clean and half an hour to come to your place. And then you fuck him for 20 minutes. 
Thank you. You said bottom rights. This is coming from a top who loves and respects his bottoms. Thank you so much for giving us the representation that we need. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much work. You know, like just before this recording, I told you I had a dick appointment and like I have been swallowing so much Metamucil. I have been like douching like crazy. There's still douche water in there. I'm going to do like one more rinse just before I go. But like, it's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of mental preparation, too. I have to do it. They make me bottom in some scenes sometimes and I know how much work it is. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I've seen you bottom yet. I got to find a video of you. No, there's plenty. There's plenty. I know. So I'm going to do a deep dive. Um, No pun intended. Um, uh, (laughs) Look for the ones acrobatic in a split. You know, when I bounce on the dick in a split. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what? I really have to search and work for it. When when I'm just like scrolling my phone at night and seeing all these thumbnails and everything. Like, ooh, Manuel. Um, No, that's great. So like, I... I'm just like imagining that all the stress of being in the porn industry, it may have like an effect on your spirituality. How do you like regulate yourself in times of stress? Um, no, I, I don't see it as stress. Uh, otherwise, I would not do it. It's, but if it's stress, it's a certain productivity that's the outcome of it, you know. So um, there's the pressure of performance um that's for sure but that's i'm a natural just uh performer you know and with acrobatics and all these stuff i'm, I'm a show boy you know so I'm, I'm used to that kind of stuff and like i said i i love to have sex every day so like um the the, the big thing for me would would be to keep my to, to keep my sanity and my mojo is to balance my sex on camera and my personal life so for every scene that i make I have at least one boy in my bed. No cameras. Wait, so, what do you mean by that? Go, give us a little more detail. Well, it's basically every time I do a scene, I book a boy for the for that same night or the next morning at in my bedroom. Oh, so like if you're gonna film, you want to have someone in your bed the same day, so you're having sex for work and sex for pleasure. Okay, so you're hiring escorts when? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't know. You no. said book. No, I have my my network of bottoms. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, I don't know when you say book. Listen, I was in the sex work industry um, for four years. Yeah, so I don't... you're right. <laughs> it's because for me, it's I, I see it as booking, but <laughs> it, okay, it, no, it's no, a, that's fair. It's a slang. It's a slang. It's just that this is such an important thing on my schedule that I call okay, it booking. Yeah. So. Okay, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> you know what? Then I got to make myself to where you are so I can be one of those bottoms in line and be like, ha, I got you. Damn, um, exactly. You will love my bussy so much, Manuel. It oh, is the best. There you have... go. The bussy. <laughs> my bussy. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. I want to let you in on a little bit of a secret. So, did you know I have a Patreon? For as little as $1.50 a month, you can access all of these episodes early and without these pesky fucking ads. 
I know they're so annoying, trust me, but girls gotta pay the bills, right? <laughs> and then if you want to pay a little bit more, you get access to some bonus episodes. Plus, you can also access the exclusive Sex Ed with Tim Discord, where you get one-on-one -on -one time with me every month. We can talk about anything that you want. It can be like a sex ed kind of thing or just a little kiki 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 if you want some advice on sex, dating, love, whatever. I highly suggest you don't because I don't even know if I'm taking the advice that I give out. But hey, it's all fun and I hope you subscribe. I will see you on the other side of this ad. Mwah! Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And cherry on top. Free shipping, oh my god. <laughs> I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me. And girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets honey. <laughs> the show is about to begin. Yes. It's just so like interesting to hear that you're having sex for work and sex for pleasure. And like how do you differentiate between the two because they both seem like pleasurable acts it's just for anyone that hasn't been in the sex work industry as you and i have how do you personally define sex for work and sex for pleasure and how does that help regulate your spirituality your emotions your sanity yeah so they're both very very pleasurable absolutely the only only difference is that uh if it's for private, I don't have to worry about lighting or cameras or like, you know, like, because in, in porn, we have to be open to camera. So, you know, your partner is a bit further away from you. You have, you have to see the penetration where if it's just no cameras, lights are dim, he's in my face and we don't, you would not see the penetration if you'd it'd be about to film it. So that's pretty much it. But I try to circulate the same sacred sexual energy in each in during my scenes and when in, in private, and that's what made my scenes uh, stand out sometimes. Because if the sexual connection passes uh, very strongly, even the fans when they watch it, they can sense it, they can feel it, and those are always the most popular scenes. Absolutely. How do you regulate that sexual energy during your scenes? Well, uh, it's really just about building that intimate moment of connection with your partner. So it's really about making sure that w even though there's a people around you, there's a camera, what really matters is just these two people together. Three if there's more, but if it's here with two, obviously. So it's just 
just us, really just us, the rest. Um, the rest, and the more you're planned for it, the more you have experience as well with the directors, it really helps. So the directors, they know me, so they know exactly how I love to have sex, so they, they kind of follow me more than they direct me. So that's, that's that's true. You know what? I I will testify to that because I saw your video with Carter Dane and Alex Mecom, and I was like, wow, this is such a nice scene. And it's like, it almost feels like I'm interrupting a very special moment, a very intimate moment. I feel like I should close my laptop and let them have their thing. I know it's a video, but like, it, I felt that, you know. So that's really like interesting that you're able to differentiate that. But what about in instances where you just can't force that chemistry, that that intimacy between you and your co-star? What then? Well, then it transforms into something different. Anyway, you never want to repeat exactly the same thing. So, for example, if the performer is straight, it happens more and more, right? Um, Have you worked with straight performers? There's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and for me, it's a different challenge, and I still really, really love it because I jack off to straight boys all the time. So it's more like of a muscle worship. It's more of a voyeur kind of thing, you know, and they turn oh, on. Voyeur. Back. Yeah, mm. voyeur. <laughs> There's your French word for the day. <laughs> Boom. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's really about they're turned on by the fact that they turn me on. So like they they know it and they show off kind of thing. So that's a different kind of dynamic which I also re I really really like. And and honestly, like more and more, like I find like in those trade boys that this the heart is the heart is still really really there, and they want to give the best, and they're so sweet and. That's how I can connect. Straight men, oh, look at you, straight men out there with a heart. <laughs> Never heard of that before. <laughs> it's not about labels anymore at this point, anyway. So um, uh, I'm like, that's true. I'm like, I would totally be okay. I don't, I don't want a boyfriend, right? But I'd totally be okay to have a boyfriend that is straight. You go fuck as many women as you want, and you come back to me, and I, I'll be totally okay with that at this point. Really? That's so cute. Yeah. It's a little like, I mean, hey, you know what? I'm in the same boat. Like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend. I'm just out here to fuck as many guys as possible, right? But, um, well, that's the thing. Now, now, now all the men can are potential to be, to, to be in my head now. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> that's so true. If that's they're so cute, true. you come here. Can I be in that line, please, Manuel? Me? Me? <laughs> Choose me? Yeah? Yeah? yeah me there yes okay perfect that's, that's a yes you heard it here everyone manuel said that he's gonna fuck me i'm not i'm not <laughs> editing anything out <laughs> Cute. Uh, um let's talk about your life outside of porn because you're a very um recognizable figure in yep. porn right yep. mm -hmm. how do you handle like the notoriety when you're out in the clubs or when you're doing shows or something like what walk us through that experience well it, it really depends what's the crowd around me definitely so if i perform in a gay venue it's different than with uh, a non-gay venue <laughs> uh, I, I had performances where i just finish my act and i'm out of breath completely and everyone starts to grope me and i'm like uh, what they were drunk they touch you without your permission oh yeah i was like and you know i'm i'm out of breath i'm basically 
like this because like mm-hmm. for five minutes you know i've been like in the air like doing crazy poses so that is different and for the if it's straight or non-gay i would say it's like it, it's people notice the muscles they notice everything else but they they don't have a clue right so but it also depends on which country i travel to like oh I, really yeah like uh the in the hispanic countries it's they're much more caliente and they they <laughs> assume their sexuality so they will come to me and say hi they will ask for photos and yeah. other places i would just get the side eye look and like the like folk, which places uh in canada and the states and, uh, yeah it's mostly the, it's because they you have to realize this is like if they acknowledge that they know me for them, it's like I'm. It, it, they they know they know they know I know they jack off to me, <laughs> you know. So but, yes, yes, yes. So if I if they go come and say hi for them, it's not the artist that they see or the actor. It's like <gasps> I, he knows I'm jacking off to him at night. That's that's the shame because like the, 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 their face goes into like poker face. They freeze their face completely, you know. Because <gasps> what if he knows? You know, it's. it's <laughs> So this is uh, this is very northern American uh, philosophy where the you know the religions and all these just ha- ha- they put shame and guilt into the sex so that and even in masturbation which is like hey I don't give a fuck I this is me this is my job I don't of course I want you to masturbate and, and feel good that's that's why I'm doing this that's and, why you do the thing that you do yeah I'm a peacemaker I make sure everyone is at home no one is left alone and you know because we need to come every day we're men we're men so just 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 get it out <laughs> I will help you be un- unapologetic about it yeah 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 but do you find that like because you're like a very famous gay porn star that when you're out and about people feel like they have the permission or rather they feel like they are allowed to just touch you or make sexual advances at you? Um, in public, people and the, will the, not. Yeah, the reason, I, the reason I ask that question is because I've spoken to other porn stars who have experienced that way. So I just want to get your take on that. Yeah, I think I have like, if they see me in person, I have this kind of bubble that I place around me. So it's the, 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 and it's kind of a protection kind of thing. So it's, it's not likely to happen unless they're drunk. Uh, but if you're drunk, whoever you are, it's going to happen. Right. Uh, but it's really more online, online. They, they think I'm a porn star. I'm going to just going to fuck anybody. And I know there's like casting done and I fuck other porn stars. (laughs) That's the point of it. Um, it's not expected for me to just fuck random guys like this. If I do, it's because I really want to, but like, yeah. And it's not like, and this is the challenge is that if I come to a new, a, a new city, I have grinder, I have scruff, I have, I have all these applications, but then, oh my God, oh my God, they write to me, you know, nonstop. And like, I cannot answer all of them. So that's more of a, you know, I wish I could, uh, but but yeah, some of them feel like if I don't answer or I don't go and fuck them, they feel offended kind of thing. And I'm like, um, yeah, why is that? Because they feel entitled to you. Yeah. I'm That's like, so weird. Yeah. Where do you think 
personally, though, like just from your opinion, where do you think that comes from this sense of entitlement over your body? Um, I think it's it's um it's uh it's some inner work that has to be done definitely mm-hmm. uh towards uh, self confidence and stuff. Um, you know, they 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 want to feel validated, I guess. Um, like if they can hook up with you, then that kind of makes them feel like they are a valid sexual being. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's weird. Uh, no, I can I can understand that, but again, like uh, you know, I did so many things in my life to reach there, so it's it's so it's very. Um, I fuck a lot of guys, but it's still very uh, uh, kind of a secret club kind of thing. It's like, you know, in order to reach there, you, there's a lot of... I will fuck anybody that I found this beautiful connection with, but, you know, you need to do the inner work beforehand as well. This is very, very key for me as well. So if you demonstrate... Inner work being... Of being yourself, of being true, like work on your body, work on your you know, of communication as well. So like as soon as I sense this kind of attitude, I step away from it right away. You know, uh, mm. any kind of neediness for me is a no-go. Needy? Oh, God, needy men are so weird. Okay, let me tell you a story real quick. One time I was chatting with a guy and like the time gap between each message was like maybe one or two minutes. And then I put it down very briefly so I can take a nap because I was feeling tired. And then an hour later when I woke up from that nap, he started changing up his tone in the messages like... Uh, where the fuck are you? You, why aren't you answering me, you little bitch? I didn't even want to fuck you in the first place, but I was like, you messaged me. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> um. Hmm. Yeah, that's the thing that where uh, if you don't answer right away, they think then they start to attack you. Sometimes it's like this too, and I'm like, I get, I get attacked. I like, I didn't even have an in- time to answer one thing. And because I don't answer in two, three minutes, then they start to attack me. And I'm like, uh, oh, you're conceited, you're this, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, no, if you meet me, I'm the most simple guy ever. Like, I'm super grounded. Like, I'm super nice to everybody, but just be nice to me at first. Otherwise, I will. And, and if you try to put me down, you will regret it. no exactly and that's good that's like really strong well-established boundaries and people like hate me for that kind of thing too because like yeah i fucked over like a thousand people uh and counting not to brag but um i i've done that and like um when people like cross me and they like get offended that i fight back i was like i'm just reflecting your energy you came at me with aggression, I'll come back with aggression. So I don't know why you think you're so badass about this. Yeah, it's uh, it's because they, they, they attack you because that's another scenario where like they attack you right from the start because they know they don't stand a chance with you. And I've seen it. And, and, <laughs> and you know, they project all their fears and guilt onto me and stuff. And that's not my shit, that's yours. So like what I do is I give it back to them and they think I'm this like a uh, mindless guy that I have no brain, you know? And I'm like, Oh no, 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 you don't know. If you pick a fight with me and you expect me not to fight back, I'm not that dumb. So my, my strategy is to nicely make them feel that their life is miserable. 
<laughs> okay, tell me. I'm gonna be like, uh, all right, I'm a bottom, and be like, oh, I'm gonna hit up Manuel Sky tonight and see if he wants to fuck me because I've got such a great asshole. Hey, Manuel, how are you? And then you're like, yes, Tim, how are you? I'm like, I'm ready, I'm douched. And then, like two hours later, I still don't get a message. I'm like, what the fuck? How would you respond? Come at me, come at me, bro. Come on. Oh well, no, that's that's the basic one. No, no? I mean, <laughs> no, that that because no, no, I that the the ones I'm talking about are really nasty. That's 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 nothing. Can you share like an instance? Uh like the one time I was, I went in Prague, and my profile picture was like the background is all uh, pink sequins. You know, I, I look like a pinup, you know? So it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. Cute. Like, yeah, I know it's one of my favorites too. It's my, it's on brand, you know, and I love, love it. So this guy writes to me like, uh, this is ridiculous. A guy of your age, like a pinup, sexual. Ob- uh, guy of your age? Yeah, objectifying himself like this and blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, sir. Like, uh, why do you first, you just, write to me randomly to attack me like this and i'm like um i don't have to fit into any category or box like you do like i do whatever i want in life and pink is my color and and that's it i'm like i don't have to fit in a box of society like or work nine to five and be miserable as a slave corporate uh, you know mm-hmm. and he blocked me after of course because i was like of he realized he because he realized all his judgments were towards like himself, like for being in that mm. little bug. Preach. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You know yeah. what? You're a lot nicer than I would have because I would have been like, are you just picking fights with random strangers on the internet because your dad never loved you? And then, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so bad. I, it's really awful. Or I'll, I'll be like, go back to the dumpster from where you were tried to be aborted. And I was... And, like it's very mean my insults are so bad it gets out of hand but like that's just who i am like if you come at me with aggression i'll match it times 10 you know yeah. and it's just like i don't well, know why people me, I, feel I, like they I, have to be mean my my technique is different where i i try to disarm it and just to make them like stop and take it's a prise de conscience in french so they they start to be conscious of what they're doing mm. so you, mm. you kind of shock them out of it you know Right, right. So yeah, they, see, they, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I should try that because <laughs> yeah, I've been... If you fight back, they just fight back and it just increase. And the way I fight back, they block me before it's over. Good. <laughs> oh, my that. God. You know what? Maybe I should try that because uh, it's so much, like, uh, there's so much energy. <laughs> but I love the drama, too. I love look the drama. Look how twisted is this. Like, the, the worst one was a random guy, an email I received from nowhere. Like, it just... Like, um, it, it was gay, uh, gay hatred in the email. I'm like, I don't know. Who the fuck are you? And, you know, I played with him for a while. And he's, he's, he's like, stop writing me. I'm like, oh, hell no, I'm not done. You started this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because I was like, if you, if, if you write to me and you saw my stuff, it's because you're probably gay anyway or a little gay or something. He's like, no, blah, blah, blah. You are the monkey. And I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, let me play with his brain a little bit. I was like, the next time you jack off and your dick grows hard into your hand, does it make you a little gay? 
because you're getting excited where you have a hard dick in your hand. <laughs> and I know you cannot unthink any of that. The next time you're going to jack off, you're going to think about this. You're going to think, are you gay or not? Because <laughs> he's getting hard. He's tech. His dick is technically being held by a man. So, um, fellas, is it gay to <laughs> masturbate? <laughs> exactly. Does it make you gay to masturbate? Because it's a man holding your own dick. Because <laughs> you're getting excited when it gets hard. <laughs> See? Did I play with his Look brain that, or Michael. not? Mm, <laughs> I wonder how he is right now. Win. Win. Gay rights. Are you want oh me to write god. back to him? I still have his email. <laughs> Please. Oh my god. I would love to just drag him, honey. Just fucking like... Are you gay yet? Are you gay yet? Come on. Are you gay um, now? Are you gay now? Are you gay, are you gay now? now? How about now? Join us. It's yeah. really fun over here. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. I'm having fun with it. It's just because I want just to make them conscious about what they're doing, you know? And, mm. and, and well, that's I, someone has to stop them because they're going to keep doing this to everybody. That's what they do. Mm. They just find another mm. one and another one and another one. I'm like, you have to stop this freaking This habit. nonsense is bullshit. Yeah. yeah it's it stupid. So, like, you're faced with that, like, more often than I could imagine. How do you keep yourself so grounded? Like, do you meditate? Do you use crystals? What, what's your routine? Um, yeah, I have pretty much everything of the spiritual tools, except that it's really about, for me, meditation is a state of being. It's not an action, right? It's not like, uh, it's the way you do things. Um it's that can you achieve that meditative state wh whatever you're doing so you know it could be just in the shower or like when i'm writing or reading it's so it's really that state when of you're being. writing i'm not right sorry oh writing oh sorry it's, it's my french accent i love a little bit more <laughs> no i love your french accent i just didn't hear that properly writing or writing like a cowboy writing writing Cause when i write when i write it's like a meditation because i channel the information from from above so it's mm. really like a state of meditation anyway so yeah and it's it's about how you feel when you do things do them with love and 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 your intention and everything and it it's it's not hard have fun with it that's really what it is because mm -hmm. people they overcomplicated everything they think everything is hard it is hard in a sense that you have to work really hard to reach to a certain place in spirituality you know it didn't come like this overnight but each step is really easy in itself you just have to do it you just have to trust yourself and trust your heart that's but you have to, to, to do it. Do you enter this meditative state during uh, your filming? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, yeah. how is yeah. that? Yeah. Well, that's when, that's when the sexual energy moves from the lower chakras to the crown. And that's usually Ooh. when the, the bottom eyes are popping out. <laughs> <laughs> when you notice the energy flow to the crown and then a uh, little bottom twink over here is like... <clears throat> And shaking and a little bit. He gets shaking. to shake like this. Yeah, it's because like uh, for the sexual energy to move, it can only move if it's the two two of them are sensitive to it. It cannot move by by itself. You know, it has to happen for both partners at the same time. And usually, mm -hmm. when the sex is over, when they get up, we both we we both have like uh, 
the crown chakra is open and it spins. So we we feel a bit dizzy, both of us. It's like, ooh, what's this? It's like, oh, this is the sexual energy rise. Kundalini right, rising, right. it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, when can I bottom for you, Manuel? <laughs> You can't do it live. So. I can't. Do, no, I won't do it live. But uh, where are you, Montreal? I'll head over to Montreal. For and, now, I'm in Montreal, but yeah, I for will now. See. Okay. Um, well, I'm definitely gonna hit you up wherever we our our paths cross, and I'll be like, "Are you ready for the best bussy of your life?" I'm gonna <laughs> rip it off with just my asshole. No. <laughs> <laughs> no um i wanted to ask you as well like um because the way you film porn is so specific in that it's full of uh sexual energy and intimacy and it it just feels very genuine and i really enjoy that about your porn specifically but i wanted to ask you how do you think porn has shaped gay men's sexuality as a whole has it done more damage has it done more benefits like what's your thoughts on that i look at it like nutrition so you know you have to eat every day and you can decide to eat junk food or you eat healthy food so it's really a choice and a preference and uh so so you know, you, you can consume all this porn that will lower your vibration. Um, and you can consume this porn that will make you feel good. Uh, so it's really about what, attra- what you feel attracted to, but you have to be aware. You have to choose what makes you feel good. Like, cause yes, it could be a problem. Like I, I've seen, you know, like young boys come into my bedroom and the first thing they, they they put their ass up all open and like abuse me daddy dominate me and stuff and i'm like no that you haven't understand what i'm about you know that's not how i like it um and these boys you know their perception of domination is not what domination is you know i just have to tell them what to do and basically move them a little bit and that's enough for them i'm like no that's not domination you know <laughs> just a little pinch that's already yeah. dominant <laughs> yeah so the the perception is biased uh definitely so uh i encourage everyone just to to do their the, again do their inner work and do their research and just be very uh in tune with how they feel when they watch a certain thing does it make you feel good how's the vibration of that you know and then if if it's not vibrating with you just switch to something else What's uh, porn that elevates vibration? It's really that when you see the the chemistry with the actors, when you see that it's uh, it's um, there's um, the way they communicate, the body language and stuff, and because you can see when it becomes mechanical as well. True. Uh, uh, yes, daddy. Uh. It's just like shut the fuck up. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I'm I'm really good at making that noise because I had a lot of like tops that wanted like a squealy little bottom. I'm like, okay, let me just like push my Adam's oh, apple yeah. back a little this more. Is that Britney Spears effect? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Kardashian Britney Spears effect. 
Oh my God, Cam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and it's funny because there's some guys sometimes I make a lot of noise too, you know, especially when I'm about when I'm when it's really really good. And some people, some guys have looked at me like in my personal room, right? And they're like, "Oh, don't act." I'm like, "No, that's that's not acting. It's just that's me. I'm, I'm enjoying myself." That's how you normally are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting up an act when I film. This is just me. I'll um, I'll be yeah. honest. At the few number of times I've had sex with porn stars, I am very like in my head. I'm thinking. Are you acting right now? Is there a, a hidden camera that I don't know of? This is the big difference between a porn actor and a porn star. The porn actor has to act, and the porn star got famous because he doesn't have to act. That's just the, who they are. So you're a porn star. Okay. It's the difference. It's like the, all the mm. best actors in Hollywood, they're playing different personalities of themselves because otherwise it, looks, it sounds fake for them too, you know? So it's right, right, right. Look at you go, Manuel. Damn. Maybe. Maybe. Work it. <laughs> Seriously, I got to get myself, like, if if I'm ever to have a chance with you, I got to get a six-pack. I got to, like, be flex. I'm already pretty flexible, in case you didn't Good. know, Manuel. Good. Mm-hmm. Is that what you like? <laughs> it, it, it helps to, 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 to get really deep. That's all. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because I, I, uh, I, I almost have my middle split. I'm like at a 120 yeah. degrees right now. Yeah. I'm very close to 180, uh, and then I have my front and back splits. So Beautiful. we're getting there. Oh yeah, we're so, so this is what I call zero obstruction. Zero obstruction. So you can. Get How about I just get rid of my legs for you, Manuel? I'll just like amputate my legs so you can go in as deep no. as you want. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll just make sure to bring it all the way over my head. Yeah, like this. <laughs> Which I can. I I can do that. <laughs> oh, my God. This is more of a personal question. It has nothing to do with the interview, but I'm going to keep this in anyway. But, like, what's your type? What are you into? I used to think I had a type. Um, and I had a type, uh, you know, as a young man, um, which was, like, dark features, like, dark eyes, square jaw, certain build. I realized, and, and they had a specific kind of face too. And I realized with the years that those ones had a lot of issues. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were pretty, but not the best sex. Uh, and now I'm I'm going more for the vibe. So the it's, vibe. It's really funny. So I don't have a particular type. I would love, and this is that's what the producers love about me as well. It's because. They can present me any kind of model that if they're hot, I will like I will like them, I will connect with them. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. like I the, all I love variety is my type, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, no matter the skin color or body type, yeah, I, I I love from a muscle twing to the super like juicy monkey, like I don't, I, you know, it's. <laughs> It, Do you love a little bit of belly? Well, I, I love those muscles that are like kind of chubby a bit too. That's fine. Mm, um, yes, me too. Uh, so it could be from, from kidney to, to more fat on the muscle. It's fine. But there has to be a, a certain mass muscle for me anyway. So that's that really triggers me uh, to be excited. And the rest is really if they're confident, if they embrace who they are, if they really to open their hearts. 
then I can be able to connect with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think ultimately that's way more important than any like physical build because like, yeah, I can be attracted to your muscle and your looks and your face or whatever, but if your heart is in the wrong place or if you're just like a generally shitty person, I'm like, mm, goodbye. Yeah, it becomes okay. robotic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird and it is absolutely disgusting. But um <sighs> that's this was a lot to take in, Manuel. It's a no pun intended again. <laughs> so it's a lot to take in. But um like it's been such a pleasure like talking to you and like if I may say so, I am sending you love, you know, I'm giving you the the energy of the oh. universe, I'm giving you my sexual energy or whatever else energy that you want. Um uh no, I'll honestly, you're <laughs> you'll take it all. Oh, please, you say that now, but wait until you see my dick and then you're going to be like, hmm, maybe I want to bottom for that? Maybe it's a lot. Um, you'll see. You'll see, Manuel. We'll, we'll cross paths one day and you're going to be like, hmm, yeah. your entire like sexual position is going to be shifted. You're going you're gonna to panic. <laughs> no, but um, again, thank you so much. Uh, you're, you're such an amazing guest and uh, just a beautiful human being. And I can't get enough of you. I'm pretty sure the listeners won't be able to get enough of you either. So why don't you give us some parting words? You know, if people didn't take away anything from this episode, what is something that they can go home with tonight? The one thing they can take home is the, the to start to reproduce that in their own bedroom, whatever we, and part of the discussion that we have, just to always make sure that each time they have sex, that they, they treat it as something beautiful and, and sacred. That's really, really what matters. Because that makes your whole life more beautiful. Because sexual energy is the most powerful energy on the planet. We were born onto this world because our parents had sex. So this is what channels a soul to take a body, to come into the material material world. So nurture it, have sex, and have fun with it. And if you want to know more, it's all going to be in my book. Like I said, it's just finished writing. Now I'm at Corrections. It's called Seven Skies Under. The website is already up, sevenskiesunder.com. You can I'll put this all in the show notes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, so it's spirituality in application in all spheres of life, inspired by my own story, but divided in all uh, subjects of spirituality. So anyone can achieve all these potentials fully for themselves. I love that. Aw, thank you so much, Manuel. You're so fucking amazing and you're so hot and just like... Ah, I can't get enough of your energy. I do hope one day I get to end up in the same bed as you uh, when it happens. But um, for now, I'm going to let you go and I'm going to have sex with you in my dreams. And, uh, Ooh, I love that too. Astral and I'll sex. tell you all about it. Astral, astral sex. Astral. Exactly. You're going to feel it tonight as I like astrally project into your anus. Um, <laughs> love it. Uh, but for now, uh, listeners, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast, and I will see you at the next one. Bye! Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah! Mm-hmm.